Have a podcast idea and need a place to host it? Click on the Blueberry link at startbuttonreview.com for one month of free podcast hosting with promo code SBR-HOSTS. That's SBR-HOSTS. What's going on, Button Mashers? I'm Mr. Gamer. And I'm Kitty Duvall. And welcome to SBR Reports episode 88. But wait, there's more. And I'm dying. Okay, not that last part, but I'm just feeling like crap. That's, 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 now you're dying. He's dying. You said I saw him earlier. It was hilarious. No, it actually wasn't. It was, it was not, it was, it was the opposite he of hilarious. He somehow got from black Twitter to black scientist to Neil deGrasse Tyson back to Twitter and then snowballs. Huh? Huh? What? What? I don't, okay. In your delirious nap time, yes. Okay, you know, I, I can't even, I, I, I didn't know. record it, sadly. Oh, thank goodness. All right. So you're probably asking yourself, Mr. Gamer, but wait, there's more. You just started. Well, just like Google released their Google released their video game streaming, Apple released their video game streaming and downloading, Snapchat has also thrown their hat in the ring. Oh god, you sound horrible. And also nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> so Snapchat maker Snap Offense officially launched this gaming platform at its first partner summit in Los Angeles Thursday. Unveiling six titles like Alpha Bear Hustle, Cats, Snake Squad, Tiny Royale, and Zombie Rescue Squad. What? Wow, why do I have such... You know what, never what? mind. <clears throat> All right, so... I was like reading this, and then I saw that I have like very pointed ads. Okay, advertisement. that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, you nasty. Are you coming at me in my BL love? Anyway, last year, mobile gaming was a $77 billion industry, said Snapchat product producer yes. Will Wu Thursday. However, Wu contended that most of those games weren't easily shareable. I, I, guess, I guess. Was that, was that really a problem, though? Was that was that really a problem? Because let's look at the biggest game of last year, which was Fortnite. And we'll and get it, to that later. And it was free, so shareable, whatever. Okay, it's hard to get everybody to install the same game and then find find friends to play with, and it's hard to chat. There's way too much friction. Again, what? What? What problem are you? You literally... what, what problem exists? What? Like, like, I mean, maybe this is true for people who have more than three friends they like to play with, but what? Okay, I <laughs> not mean, everybody wants to play on Xbox. Not everybody wants to play on their iPhones or gadgets or whatever. Well, I mean, not only that, but there's Discord and it's free. Free ninety nine again. Like, I'm I'm confused by what this real problem is, but whatever. So the problem that we didn't really think was a problem, um, Snapchat had an answer, and it's their HTML5-based gaming platform that makes it possible to play games directly within Snapchat. Games are accessible via a new rocket button within the app's group chat and will launch directly within the app without the need for any further downloads or signups. Hey, hold on. I'm opening up my Snapchat right now. Players can chat with each other in real time via text chat and also directly talk to each other via voice. Okay, so your platform that was used to communicate is now being used for gaming. I, I mean, okay. 
To kickstart the launch of the games on Snapchat to demonstrate the capabilities of the platform, Snap built a title in its own house, Bitmoji Party, a series of minigames that uses Snapchatter's Bitmojis as their avatars. I, again, I don't see where we needed this. Well, I can't seem to find a rocket, so I'm assuming it's not available on Android. I, I'm just... Yet. Or maybe I just haven't updated my everything. Yeah, I mean, that could be the case, too. But granted, most apps like this have a tendency to upgrade the iOS first. Of course. And then they go, well, it's the one that most Americans use. Yes. It's I'll... not just Americans, but Europeans, uh, people in general. Now, so. I'm with, with my 25 cents into this, I, I, I have to just go back and ask, but why did we did we need this? I mean, obviously, you're not thinking the big picture, Mr. Gamer. I I guess I'm not, like, because I just didn't think that this was, you know, necessary. Like, under what, where, where is there a problem with people communicating and not being able to get the same game? Because typically, when you download a game, you're getting the same most up-to-date game that everybody else is playing. Typically, I, I I don't understand the point in this, but then again, every everything needs a games platform now. Everything. Um, I mean, it's the new hip thing to do. So I guess and in start instead of so what was let's start a band, which is now turned into let's start a podcast. It's now turned into let's make a games platform. I guess. Okay, well, let's move on to questions that we didn't que- questions that we didn't think we had to um I guess someone who just really doesn't under Okay, you know what? I'm going to actually have to let Miss Miss Duval start this one because there's nothing that I could say that is um nice in this. I uh, I have nothing nice to say to start this. Prince Harry says Fortnite gaming shouldn't be allowed in the UK. Okay, sorry. No, pause. Hi. Pause. Welcome pause. Back. Pause. Pause what? Yeah, he wants to ban it. What's actually is kind of interesting given the current the new bill that this passed over there. Oh yes. Um the Art- yeah, the article thirteen and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. Um I need the UK to get their shit together. So we're gonna take this from two different avenues because it was reported by Holly. It was uh, reported by HollywoodReporter.com and also Variety.com. So HollywoodReporter.com states that Prince Harry has his sights set on Fortnite. A member of the British royal family criticized the popular free-to-play video game during a recent visit to the YMCA in West London, as quoted by the BBC. Prince Harry deemed the game more addictive than drugs and alcohol. Thank you for your non-medical opinion on that, Prince Harry. And warned that parents, it is irresponsible to let their children play it. He went on to say the game shouldn't be allowed in the UK. Now, I want to make I want to make myself very, very clear. And respectful. And respectful. We have covered Fortnite on a variety of instances on this podcast. We've covered the good, the bad, and just the completely unnecessary. But it was never that the game itself is bad. Anything is bad 
you take everything in moderation. So to say that the game should not be allowed and that parents are irresponsible to let their children play it, I think is an incorrect and incomplete statement. It would be irresponsible for their parents to let their children play it and do absolutely nothing else. If you are not monitoring what's going on, then there's a problem. But just based off the fact that Fortnite exists and that it is according to not not doctor there's no doctor prince harry right i'm not i'm not i'm not blind right i don't there isn't a doctor there's no doctorate there's no there's no study or anything like that next to prince harry it's just prince harry the opinion that nobody asked for i mean god this is this is what happens when someone you really thought was cute kid keeps opening their mouth and you're wanting them to just go back and stop opening their mouth so much like, like under what circumstances and and I'm and I'm asking and I'm asking you a legitimate question Mr. Ball under what circumstances would Fortnite as much as we've covered it be more addictive than drugs and alcohol because alcohol isn't a drug right I mean to be fair anything could become an addiction had you seen my strange addiction yes. but but and this is a huge but Things become an addiction because people are trying to escape from something. And if parents are not noticing these signs of their children trying to escape from something, of course it's going to become an addiction. Now, on the other side of things... Uh, Bixie decided she wanted to try and give her two cents. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll get back to you in a, in a, in a special episode later, Bixby. But <laughs> going sponsored. on to what Variety... Reported. There was a few more things that Prince Harry said. Um, let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. The game shouldn't be allowed. It's created to. Okay, I think my phone is trying to get in on the action too. Okay, right. <laughs> man, this uh. is okay. Maybe we need to interview our phones. I guess that's weird. That's We're a weird die. statement. Um, but yes. So. It was, it's created to addict, an addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. Oh, like TV and music and... I mean, like, remember what we said? I We said this a couple episodes ago. Video games are just the new thing to blame. Mm-hmm. Way back when, mm-hmm. it was Marilyn Manson and music and shit. Oh, yeah, that, then, that darn rap music and all that. Well, it was mostly metal and stuff. And rap, actually, yeah. Yeah, In yeah. the 90s, it was definitely violent TV shows and things like that. I mean, Family Guy opening song is a parody of that. Right? But, but you know, wait, hold on. Why weren't movies ever hit? No, that's what I'm saying. They were. Oh, okay, okay. That's Ooh. why they had stricter... Um, that's why you started getting carded and stuff for rated R movies. What needs to happen? You know, if I see one more person bring their child into a rated R movie, I'm kicking them out. My damn self. I don't care if they pay for the ticket. Now let's get, let let let's continue because he still has some some more to say. <sighs> Prince Harry urges parents to take action and to have their children interact more with the outside world, while also acknowledging that many parents don't know how to solve the dilemma. He now. Mm, 
uh, pause and let's unpack that. It sounds like you just need to have better parenting classes. First of all, first of all, I want to know where the dilemma is. First of all, because there is no quote unquote dilemma. There, There isn't a dilemma. There are significantly more things that you can do. What? I just thought of it. It's like, oh, I really want little Jimmy to go outside and play in the sunshine. But, but he'll just start screaming about wanting to play Fortnite. Or he'll go outside and start doing his Fortnite dances. I can't make him stop thinking of Fortnite. Because you can control your children's thoughts. Man, really, really interesting how you bring that up because that ties into the next thing that Prince Harry mentioned. Parents have got their hands up. They don't know what to do about it, he said. It's like waiting for the damage to be done. Excuse? What? You know, maybe it's because I'm not a parent, but I don't get this. I don't, I don't get it. Okay. Now, like, mm, like, mm, and this this reminds me of my childhood where my mom was so gun ho about me not playing Mortal Kombat with the blood on, mind you. See, let me see, let me play with my brother as long as we turn the blood <sighs> off. But then we go over to my dad's and I can turn the blood on because, well, parents. <laughs> but um, it's like I didn't become a blood hungry, wanted to kill everybody in my school sitter type deal i haven't gone out my way to shoot up a fucking who a lot of things no, no. Ooh, i have to stop myself because i promised we wouldn't talk about that now <laughs> the other thing that i also want to mention is this the duke also emphasized the dangers of reliance on social media to form connections it's more dangerous because it's normalized and there are no restrictions to it prince harry said referring to social media we are in a mind-altering time. Without that human connection, when you do have a problem, you have nowhere to go, he continued. The only place you might go is online, and you will probably end up getting bullied. Okay, I can end up getting bullied in IRL, too. Right? That, that happens. That's why kids have a tendency, especially in junior high. <clears throat> okay, we're going to switch back to America, because I don't know how the fuck their uh school system works. But kids... I think it's primary school, mm-hmm. but like primary school, high school, whatever. Kids are assholes, both online and IRL. Like that's just the long and short of it. Your kid is probably an asshole if they're not the one being bullied. And you know what? They might be minding their business, which Prince Harry needs to fucking do. But <laughs> so as of recording this, because so I'm subscribed to Philip DeFranco. And look at the first thing he talks about. First thing. At 4.07 p.m. Wow. But yeah. um. Yeah, no. Okay. Prince Harry, I know that you probably have so many things to do being the prince, but. Uh, the Duke of what the fuck ever. Duke. This, um, I talked to, I talked to chief. This ain't it. Oh God, you and your meaning. But my, what I was going to finish saying was that like a lot of kids spent time online especially with us growing up when online started to get really popularized in my space and everything mm-hmm. like people made a lot of cool friendships were there predators yes do those things need to be regulated when you have an eight-year-old on social media if because an eight-year-old really shouldn't have a fucking facebook to begin with yes but 
I have to say, if I didn't have my online friends, I probably would have been a lot worse off than I am already. Not to mention all the wonderful good that has happened because of social media. I mean, I remember the numerous stories of people who have been in some very desperate situations and thanks to, thanks to you know, how small the world becomes once you've been connected to social media, you can you have the capability to connect to many, 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 many people. So Hell, I, w- I had someone send me like five bucks to get a burger from McDonald's before because I was, I was on Twitter going like, man, I'm hungry. And one of my friends was like, boom, and they're all the way in fucking Australia. Well, would you look at that? They're great. I love them. Hi. So I while I see where Prince Harry has his concerns, I believe that his efforts needs to be directed into an area where perhaps he would need to um, educate himself a little bit more about it. Because to say that Fortnite needs to be banned because it's more addictive than drugs and alcohol does not solve the problem of why is it that children, young children, are going to it? Because adults play this game as well, and most of them seem to be pretty okay. I can tell you why kids play Fortnite. Because their parents work, both their parents work, and sometimes the kids just need to play something where they don't have to worry about their kids being kidnapped in the middle of the street. Because that's a real fear, too. That is a real fear. But you know what I'm not afraid of? What? Hard video games. I don't know if you're taking a stab at people like me who are just filthy casuals or people who just want hard games and nothing else. No, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking a sh- I'm not taking a shot at anybody, but it does go into the main topic of our podcast tonight, which is quote unquote easy mode. Now, if you've been on the internet, um, hi, welcome. I'm Mr. Gamer. Um, secondly, you've heard of a video game called uh, Sekiro. I, th- I believe I'm saying that correctly. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Shadows die twice. Correct. This game, according to many of the people who have played it, is very, very hard. Like, it is Dark Souls levels of get good scrub. Now, I personally don't really mind the fact that the game is difficult. I don't necessarily care that a game has an easy mode either. But apparently, lots of people are upset about the fact that a video game, which is very, very difficult, should be made easier. For example, a video game like Dark Souls. Some would argue that the game is too difficult because... Not everyone would be able to enjoy because not everyone is pro top tier elite gaming, you know, pwn noob hacks or what have you because of some physical or mental thing because everyone has their own thing. So, but let's just say, let's just say you only have one arm and this video game came out. Some would argue this video game is too hard for people who have only one arm. This video game should be made easier for those people who can't meet the challenge. Let me make, let me say that again. The video game should be made easier for people who cannot meet its original challenge. I disagree. 
I am not saying that the video game should exclude people, but no one is the best at every single video game. And you may be amazing at Dark Souls, Blood Rain, Shadow of the Colossus. You can probably do, you know, Halo with all the skulls on. I don't even remember what the name of the stupid, the legendary all skulls on thing. But you could suck at Tetris. I, I got to say, I can't say that the game needs, needs to have an easy mode. Um, in the event that a game does have an easy mode, it's not saying that it doesn't devalue the game. Am, am I making sense? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, cause I, I see where people are saying like, no, don't add it because you just need to get good. But I would say adding the easy mode because people can't meet the challenge is different than people adding an easy mode to further to get them ready for the actual challenge like for example in you know in doom you have you know normal easy hard and you have like nightmare well what if nightmare was the way that they originally intended for you to play it but that's how you expect to play it right out of the box they expect for you to be that good at the game right out the box. And if you're not, and if you're not, well, suck it up. Um, I made the mistake of reading comments on this thing. Anyway. Why did you do that? Because apparently I hate myself. What did they even say? I, I didn't even do that. Um, they're saying if this is causing you physical pain, you shouldn't be playing this anyway. And that leads to people being excluded. That leads to people being... Is this another gatekeeping it is literally another form of gatekeeping like asking a game to ask a gaming company people who make games like hey maybe you could make this more accessible if they decide not to that's their prerogative that's this money people won't spend on them and they'll take their coins elsewhere but for the players to say oh you shouldn't be asking this in the first place and this game is just not for you well who is it for then elitist jerks yeah i gotta say i never uh yeah don't read the comics comments of this y'all yeah this is uh yeah i gotta I, I gotta say this is this is kind of pathetic why would you get mad about why would you get upset about the addition of an easy mode i i, I just i don't get it i mean the more people playing it the better and then eventually you can play hard mode for this particular game and it'll just be like easy mode. But like just coming right out the gate, you should not have the expectation of like, you know, boop, you know, boom. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just, you know, knock this out of the park. Like I particularly like games that start off like Persona 5. Yeah. Like Persona 5 starts off at like, you know, easy, normal, hard. What the fuck? Yeah, it, uh, yep, yeah, it, uh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and, like, for me, I obviously went with the easy because I just want to enjoy the story and cruise through, right? Mm-hmm. And I can imagine someone who starts off at easy or normal also wants to enjoy the story and cruise on through. 
But people have the option to go like, oh, let me jump into this mode because this is what I want to do. Yeah, I gotta. It's nice having <gasps> options. Because... It is. It's nice having options because that means more people get to enjoy the thing you like. Which means the thing you like makes money. Which means the thing you like gets made more. Yeah, it. I, I do remember... I, I do remember perhaps once upon a time we've we covered something in the form of gatekeeping and I definitely see how it's like if you can't be this good then you can't there there is no, there really isn't much else to say after that statement because if you can't I mean on one hand yes on one hand if you want here is the game as it is presented you must meet to the game standards are there different modes to it yes all right then but to say that making the game easier to play for other people diminishes the value of the game when the way that you have the game is still there see that that's the thing had they just completely said okay we're stripping out everything and we're making this you know cooking mama easy that's different they still have the original mode and then they have something for the people who just want to have it a little easier for Miss like Miss Duval. They don't care about action and combos and things like that. They just want to enjoy the story. Oh, well then this mode is for you. If you're already familiar with video games like this, then this mode is for you. And if you just absolutely want to test your skills as a gamer, this mode is for you. I'm, I'm, I'm not really seeing the need. It's like, it's, there's no it, downside. It's okay. I'm sorry uh, to, to quote last week tonight. How is this still a thing? Because people like to feel special. An article even pointed out. It's like joining an elitist club. Once you beat the game. And it's like. Okay. Uh, you can still be the people who are like. Well I beat it on hard mode. Or whatever. Or I beat it as it was actually supposed to be played. You, you know, can still be that douche. You know what? You're still going to be a douche regardless. You can still be that person. You know what? And then after that <laughs> beat, the, beat the game blindfolded. Ooh, you know what? With just your toes. Ew. Ew. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to, so that I no longer sound like a truck ran over me. This is Mr. Gamer. And this is Kitty Duvall. Signing off.